0: I guess the three goals of traffic calming are to draw attention, to reduce the distance pedestrians have to cross, and then to help uh, drivers check their speed.
1: You're listening to the Art Cityscape. Welcome to another episode of the Art Cityscape Podcast. On this episode, the mayor is joined by Jeff Anderson, who is the city engineer and assistant public works director. They discuss some temporary changes to decrease speeds and improve pedestrian safety at a crosswalk on Canyon Road. You'll learn about how street design can calm traffic. You'll also hear that the city council and staff are looking forward to learning from this project as they consider future adjustments to other intersections in the city. Enjoy.
2: Okay, well, welcome, Jeff. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to be able to spend a few moments out of your busy schedule to, to talk a little bit about a subject that we're going to address today. But first of all, why don't you take a moment just to introduce yourself to the citizens, who, who you are, what you do for the city, and kind of your background in that sort of
0: thing. Okay. My name is Jeff Anderson. Um, I've been with the city since 2005. Uh, moved up here from Arizona Um and currently, I'm the city engineer slash assistant public works director for the city. Um, with that, I, I oversee and manage the the engineering division and the streets and solid waste divisions for the city.
2: So, oh. so if a street has a little wag to it, that's your fault.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it looks like a drunk sailor designed it, you can. uh, Yeah, there is a reason and a rhyme to it. But, yeah, blame it on me.
2: Well, I I joke a little bit with you, but the reality is we appreciate your service. And actually, you do a remarkable job for the city. So we really appreciate it. And the citizens, you you know, they don't know the amount of work and effort that goes into public works. And they only find out when they have a problem. And then it becomes very, very pointed to them.
0: So Right. If, if I'm off the 5 o'clock news or you don't have to call me, we've done a good job. That's so exactly
2: that's- right. I explained to somebody the other day that uh, my job as a mayor is that when you flip the switch, it goes on. And when you flush the toilet, it goes away. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are the engineering secrets. We'll keep them. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we want to talk a little bit about uh, a intersection that we've had in the city. And it's uh, a very congested intersection. There are many intersections that we have uh, that we're quite concerned about, but this one has to do with public safety, right. and uh, we've had some circumstances with it uh, through the years, and we're, we're concerned about it. We know that the, the high school is going to be doing with the building of a new high school in the location of where the high school is presently. Uh, there's going to be some realignment of some roads, and some roads are going to be coming out in different places. And so we know that what we're talking about here is uh, going to be temporary because there's certainly going to be some changes to the alignment of some of these roads. But we wanted to not wait until they actually built the high school to do some uh, safety measures to help uh, the public and students and that whatnot to to be safe. And so uh, we want to talk about an intersection. The intersection really has to do with Canyon Road, and what's called Red Devil Drive. Correct. And uh, the city council has gone through lots of iterations. You've been good about giving us some engineering on some options there. So we want to talk a little bit about uh, what's going to be happening over the next couple of weeks uh, before school starts, um, and so that the citizens are aware of it. So so why don't you take a, a moment and just talk about some of the dynamics of, of Canyon Dro- Drive, Canyon Road, and uh some of the challenges that we have with that road is from a speed standpoint and from an obstacle standpoint and from a usage standpoint, so that maybe those who don't drive that road at least understand
0: why we're concerned about it. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Canyon Road has, has always been the kind of the gateway to our, our Hobble Creek Canyon, a great amenity in the city. Um, you come up four south at the top go through the roundabout that was installed several years ago. And then it's pretty much no stop signs, no anything until uh, all the way to the canyon. So people get anxious. They get on that straight road. It's big, wide, wide open with no, nothing to hinder their speed. Um, speeds tend to increase along there. Um, right now, there are only two pedestrian crossings of Canyon Road at the roundabout at 4 South itself and then we've uh, done one here at 620 South, affectionately known as Red Devil Drive, to allow for uh, access of students and people crossing Canyon Road and coming down to the high school. Um, in the last couple of years, we've tried to enhance visibility and safety at that, uh, at that intersection. We've painted the, the visible, they call them ladder crosswalks vertical lines, give it a little bit more visibility. And then we've put up flashing beacons, uh, push button activated flashing lights that will draw attention before kids or people cross the street there. Um, Those measures have helped. We've continued to have some issues of speed and pedestrian safety has always been one uh, concern at that location. Ultimately, in our master plan, our our greater plan plan, When the high school, as the high school builds out, we are going to realign and do some intersection improvements there. Um, But in the interim, we we felt like there was a need to calm the traffic, try to help uh, give the pedestrians an easier crossing of the road and do something to try to reduce speeds in this area. So we've, um, at the direction of the city council, put together quite a few options, presented them to you and have kind of come to one settled on one that is a a temporary measure. And I use that in quotation marks. Um, it'll be temporary through the school year, but very easily and quickly put out there to draw visibility and attention to this crossing. It's going to be utilizing a mini roundabout scenario.
2: Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. But you're talking about this, making it so people crossing, pedestrians crossing. I've crossed that many times. And it's uh, it's exciting, (laughs) to put it (laughs) bluntly, is that uh, people traditionally are, like you say, are moving at a pretty fairly fast speed, and they're feeling very comfortable, and it's not a very it's a very high speed area to have a crosswalk. Correct. And uh, I know that uh, there's I'm not the only one who's. You know, kind of had the experience of going across that and, and people are not paying as much attention as they possibly could because they certainly have other things on their mind and, and we, we we get that sort of a thing. So the purpose for what we're trying what we're proposing here now help help the citizens understand when a new realignment will take place. Is this gonna be in a year or two years or three years? Do you know roughly when that would be taking place? We're
0: looking in the next couple two to three years. That's in Conjunction with the high school being reconstructed in that area, there's about six different intersections that will be altered or changed with the new high school site. New road coming off of 4 South past the high school to a roundabout down the hill. Um, This intersection, we're going to take the leg of Houts Avenue and pull it and create a four-way intersection here. The, The city owns that corner, that vacant lot on the corner uh, they own that property and we're looking to line things up, realign it, realign it and some type of intersection enhancement. Uh, we're still looking at the best scenario for an intersection if it's a signal around about what could go there and be the best for the city there. So two to three year time period is what we're looking at.
2: OK, so principally at the bottom of the funnel, what the city is trying to do is to create a safer environment for pedestrians to to calm the traffic to some degree to make it a safer crossing for people. And this is not the only place in the city that we have some of these issues. We're certainly uh, concerned about this one and like to be able to do something in relationship to this. And we'll be looking at other ones uh, throughout the city uh, to be able to help the pedestrians get across the, the street safely.
0: Yeah, this is really our, our, our first toe in the water, if you will, for traffic calming Um, It can be done in kind of a test or trial period with uh, flexible delineators, temporary curbing, um, still making it safe, drawing attention. So I guess the three goals of traffic calming are to draw attention, to reduce the distance pedestrians have to cross, and then to help uh, drivers check their speed. So these three, those are kind of the three goals in what we've done here Uh, Canyon Road right now is 40 feet wide from curb to curb, and that's the distance um, somebody would have to get across while trying to avoid two-way traffic. What we've proposed is taking that and constricting the lanes down, kind of narrowing things down. So now essentially... At the crosswalk area. At the crosswalk area. So at the crosswalk, it'll be roughly 24 to 25 feet that somebody would have to to come across. There'll still be the push-button flashing lights, but will constrict down the, uh, the distance and put delineators up.
2: Now, tell, um, explain
0: what a delineator is. Basically, it's those posts. Uh, they're a flexible plastic post anchored to the ground that just kind of uh, direct traffic, saying from your lanes are here, they're now going to be pushed in here. And it just kind of cordons off an area of, of safe for the pedestrian and defines where the new lane area would be for the drivers
2: and over time engineering wise as you constrict the lanes down people have a tendency to slow their speeds
0: absolutely any change you start to see these delineators you see a, a traffic circle in the middle um, all of that is going to draw visual attention and somebody's going to most people are going to react by hovering over the brake or even tapping the brake and slowing down And that's exactly what we're trying to do there.
2: So you're going to restrict the lanes down from 40 feet down to roughly?
0: About a 24 foot, so 12 foot lane in each direction, but we're getting rid of all the extra width. And we're going to color that a different color um, and then just create the, the crosswalk where it is now, but in a much shorter distance.
2: And I assume that the 12 foot width lane is about what they get on a freeway. I mean, it's a legal Width as far as 10, traffic goes, so
0: yeah. yeah, we we've actually got lanes as, as narrow as ten in, throughout the city, but twelve will still allow for uh, your traditional passenger car and uh, a truck and a, a camper. Uh, that we don't want to inhibit people getting up the canyon, but we definitely will just want to keep down. yeah slow them down.
2: We'll talk a little bit about. Not only the narrowing of the lanes, but there's some other things that are going to go along there that are also going to help calm traffic
0: just a little bit. Do you want to address some of those things? Absolutely. So we've talked about the the bulb outs. It's kind of curb extensions. It's making the lanes narrower and also pushing the where people would turn the curb or the yeah the corner of the road out a little bit. But we've also placed a uh, a mini roundabout, a center island in So similar to the the roundabout at 4 South and Canyon, this is just going to be a a much, much smaller version. The center island is about 16 foot diameter. It will be flexible, a rubberized curb with some asphalt in the middle and a single uh, signpost just saying roundabout here. And all it's there to do is to make the car change direction. Um, Instead of a straight shot through this intersection. If you see an obstruction up there, you're gonna tap on the brakes, have to turn a little to the right, turn back to the left, and you'll be able to maneuver through the intersection, but it's gonna bring your speed down. Um, It's gonna make you aware you're gonna be uh, on that brake and there'll be the pedestrian crossing just in advance of that. So it's gonna check your speed and just make you aware of, of something's different in this area.
2: But it's not the size of the one on Four South. No, it, but it's much, much smaller. No property is going to be used of public, a, a private property. It's just within the confines of the present road. Is that? Yeah,
0: matter? we did not alter the curb and gutter at all. So we just kind of took the footprint of what we had as a pallet and said, okay, we can do a sixteen foot diameter. We can do about sixteen foot travel lane in there. Uh, effective use of the lane. And then we just use delineators, paint to take the lanes and kind of push them out. It'll deflect you out to the right and then have you go around the circle and come back. So.
2: so from somebody who is not an engineer, what it's going to do is you're going to be coming to the intersection. You're going to see this lane restriction. It will slow you down. And in front of you will be the crosswalk mm-hmm. to slow people down. And there's going to be the flashers if people are crossing. Uh, do they activate those flashers or is that automatically done when somebody gets in
0: the... It's a push button. So if somebody's at the the crosswalk waiting to go, they push the button to activate the lights. Okay.
2: And then they'll move toward the... If they're heading up the canyon, they'll move toward the roundabout, which will cause them to slow a little bit more Mm -hmm. to go around and then proceed down canyon road. Does that sound right? That's right. Okay. Well, I I think uh, it's important for people to know that some are going to be frustrated. You know, the objective is not to frustrate you, but to gently create a little bit calmer traffic along there. And I think we have enough studies to know that people do speed along that route. Yeah. It's a natural place to do it. You know, they're thinking about, oh, I've got a golf, golf appointment here real quick, or I've got to get up to the canyon, or I've got to get to the some amusement up at Kelly's Grove or Jolly's. And, and they're not thinking about getting they just have barely come out of that roundabout on four south and now their next thought is what have i got to do to get up to the canyon yeah and so this is just i think a great way to calm people down and to calm their their speed just a little bit in relationship to it do, do you find that did the studies show that this is something that does work
0: um in, in utilizing this uh utilize national uh documents that have, put out by the Federal Highways and uh, the International Transportation uh, Association. These have been shown to reduce speeds, to increase uh, pedestrian safety, even even accidents at a T-intersection. If somebody's turning left, they have a higher intensity and higher incident of T-bone accidents just at stop signs, stop conditions. This, with a center island, uh, reduces the severity of accidents, even vehicular, and just does reduce speeds. I mean, the posted speed limit out there is 35. Um, these should check you down into the 20s for that brief time, that small instance. That crosswalk. Exactly.
2: One, one other item, on, one other characteristic on that intersection is that the stop signs, which are now along Canyon Road and Red Devil Drive, they'll turn into yield signs, correct? Correct. Just like a regular roundabout.
0: Just like, yeah, we kind of had the learning curve with the one at 4 South and uh, Canyon Road. People have, have become accustomed, or at least the residents that use it on a daily basis, realize you yield to the left, go through, you come up. If there's nobody at the intersection, you can cruise right through and it'll hardly affect your time at all. It's the one at Canyon and, and 4 South has really proven itself with the, the junior high. It's helped keep uh, traffic moving, and we've actually had a decrease in, in accidents at that location. So mm-hmm. it's it's been good there. Now we're going to try it a little further up the road.
2: Well, it's interesting. Is it, as frustrating as it is, and as much as we are sensitive to time and getting things done, this really is going to, only going to slow somebody down and uh, use up what? 5 seconds if that yeah. yeah so i mean it's not significant but it the escalation in safety to citizens pedestrians students crossing that uh, that busy road is is i think very much enhanced and and uh, the city council very much uh, in favor of this we went through a lot of time thinking about what would be the right thing to do uh, nobody likes to be restricted, but at the same token, we have to look out for the public good. So.
0: And we've appreciated the, the city council has been vigilant in, in ensuring that this gets there. They've been uh, uh, very good to work with, uh, supportive of, of difference. This has never been done in Springville. This is a, a first try here. So it's, it's kind of thinking outside the box, but it's nothing new. If you look at it at a national level, this has been done Orem, Salt Lake, all over the country, and have been found to be very effective. We're not on the cutting edge here, but we're definitely doing something that I think is, has a proven track record.
2: That's good. That's good. Well, I think that, that anything else you'd like to add in relationship to this?
0: Uh, just ask for your patience. as uh, There will be a couple of closures of Canyon Road as we get this installed, and uh, it is going to be new, but uh, sometimes new is definitely a good thing. Wonderful.
2: well Jeff we appreciate your time and and just from the city uh, city council standpoint is that we're very supportive of this we think this is the way to go to to help create uh, better safety for our citizens and so if you have questions you're welcome to let us know you're welcome to come down and and during the public comment of the, any city council meeting you're willing to uh, you're very welcome to address this or any other issue that you might have so again thank you
1: Thank you for listening to the Art Cityscape podcast, and thank you to Mayor Matt Packard and Jeff Anderson for participating in this episode. We'll catch you again soon. Have a great day.